When the studio isn't teeing it up in the swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing Up presents the Sunday Sprint for Week 13 of the 2017 NFL season, and we welcome in for the fantasy portion, Mr. Danny Flock. Good morning, sir. How's it going, man? I'm good. All right, two non-fantasy questions. You're a giant fan. Do you want Ben McAdoo fired in the next 24 hours, like what may happen per Morton Adam? I, I, I think one of the funny things after the news came out um, of Eli the other day and, and this, this season in general, I went back on my Facebook because around two years ago this time they fired Coughlin, and my hope at that time was that you would look to do something a little bit different if you were in the Giants. Maybe, uh, you know, I don't know what coaches were out available at that time, um, but, you know, I, I went back and looked, and uh, I had a post that said I was confused about the hiring of McAdoo, why they would try to change up the culture, et cetera, of the team by going with someone that had been there already and worked under Coughlin and and was there and part of the problem. And really, at the end of the day, you know, they had a problem and uh, they were looking to fix it with bringing someone that was already inside the organization to fix it. So I wasn't a big fan from the beginning. Uh, granted, last year they did it kind of with smoke and mirrors, and who knows what was really going on. They were winning a lot, so things may have been mad, but clearly the wheels have fallen off and... If I had to go back two years ago and make a different decision, um, I would have. So him getting fired is really, I think, been two years coming. Um, so with him gone, I hope that they realize that they shouldn't do something like that again. And, and I will be 100% on board with them getting rid of him. It's just about finding the right replacement now. Total... Um, uh what in in your mind? What should the Giants have done with this quarterback situation and getting a look at Davis Webb, which I think a, a large majority of Giant fans even would say is a good idea. So I was in the camp that you had Eli Manning. Granted, he hasn't been as good as advertised the last couple of years, and you know people will throw out advanced metrics and this and that and. You know, I read a ton of articles this week about how he's been in decline the last couple of years and, and everything else like that. I, I think when I look back at, at his career in general, when he's been most successful, when he's been able to have something go his way or, or put up numbers, is that their offense has been stable. They've had a good running game. They've had good wide receivers. And they've had play-action pass. That has been one of his strengths. And when I look back at you know, I have, like, their old DVDs of all the Super Bowls they've won, and, you know, I, I watch those games. He was successful when they were able to run the ball, be able to pass the ball, do some play-action passes, get the ball downfield, push the ball, keep defenses away from the underneath stuff, and really be able to hit some stuff over the top. The last two years, they haven't really done that. Even when McAdoo came in, they, they weren't doing that. They went away from play-action, there's no play-action. People say he can't move, but, you know, you're not running any bootlegs or anything else like that, so the offense is pretty predictable. Um, it'd be nice if he could move a little bit and, and you get Davis Webb in there who should be able to do that, but if it were me, I personally would have been to, to Eli, like, listen, we're not going anywhere this year. We have you in the contract for two more years. We're doing a disservice to ourselves if we don't check out what this kid has. We're going to play you the next couple games, depending on the game flow just want you to be open that we might be able to 
we might have to throw him in there just to see what he can do. Um, and, and that's it. I, I wouldn't have benched him. I just would have given him the heads up. Benching him for somebody that I don't think is going to be on the roster next year um, makes no sense to me. I, I would not have done it this week. I would not have done it next week. I probably would have done it a couple weeks down the road. But I'm in the camp that if you're going to start your younger players, that you have to start them in every single position. So everybody else that's stuck this year should be benched, and they should take a look at other players. Problem is they don't have the depth to do that. Yeah. All right, let's go to somebody who is uh, who will not be the next giant quarterback, and that and that is is Jimmy Garoppolo. As you enter fantasy playoff time, is he worth taking a look at? I think this week is an interesting matchup. The Bears are a different team at home. They've they've done good at home. They played good quarterbacks at home, and I limited them like Cam Newton and. Um, Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, those guys, they, they've done a good job of playing good defense at home. They're one of the better plays at home, even if you're looking at like from a gambling perspective. Um, but as a favorite, they're not. So I think Jimmy has a chance to, to maybe make some things happen. Um, my concern with them is that they don't have a lot of weapons on the outside. But I, I think Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. From an offensive perspective, I think if you have – no other option that you throw Jimmy out there or if you're in a two-quarterback league and, and you have the second quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo, I think you're in good shape. But it, would I start him over any other option that's a potential top 10 play or top 15 play? Probably not. I, I'd stick with what's gotten you here. It's week 13. Don't get too cute just because, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is out there and you want to be the guy that says, oh, yeah, I started him. Um, stick with what you got. I, I wouldn't go above and beyond to get him in your lineup unless you absolutely have to. Um, speaking of, of, of quarterbacks with, with big upside, we've seen what Carson Wentz has done this year for the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you look at this matchup against a depleted Seattle team as, as what, as a, as a useful opportunity to start him if you have him on your roster just because of, of the injuries? Normally, this would be a game I think a lot of people would avoid starting Carson Wentz in. in. Is this a good opportunity to play him? Yeah, I think, again, it's week 13. If you've gotten here with what you with him, you keep him rolling. You don't bench him for something less appealing because of a matchup here. You're looking to get into the playoffs, and you got Carson Wentz. You roll him out there. Um, granted, it is a tough spot. I don't personally like it for him, even though they've depleted. I think they have a good pass rush. The Eagles haven't played a team with a good pass rush in a while. The last time they played a team with a good pass rush was the Giants in week two, and um, I think if you look back at those numbers, he didn't do that well. But they, he's, he's proven that he's been able to get things done since that, that matchup way back in September. And now we're here in December. If you got him, you roll him out there. Don't Again, don't get cute. This isn't the week to get cute. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer in if you're in the spot, the players that you have, you're there for a reason. You know, uh, Unless you have Tom Brady on your bench, you don't sit a guy like Carson Wentz today. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's roll through this. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers. Who uh, who you like and 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 who don't you like? Uh, you know, so for quarterbacks this week, you know, one, one of the things that I'm looking at as far as, as opportunity is what teams have something to play for. Um, that's the big thing when you get down to this time of year. Is like you hope that you have players on your team that are on teams that are fighting for something because it gives you a better opportunity that that person or that 
that player will be engaged. Um, so for quarterbacks, you know, I I know Mariota. I've been on him all year. He hasn't really produced um, a spot at home against Tex- against the Texans. He had a pretty good game against them last time he played. He got hurt. Um, he threw. He did throw a couple of interceptions that week, but. Um, I expect him to, to have a good game this week. You got Derek Carr against the Giants. That's a good matchup for him. I like Tyrod Taylor for garbage points this week. I, I think that he'll put up some points against New England because they'll be out of the game. They'll throw the ball a lot. New England will play a little bit softer. So um, I think he's a good play in that game if you have him roll him out there. Um, and then, you know, if you're looking for a dart thrower, I would say, you know, a guy like Andy Dalton on Monday night um, against Pittsburgh. I think I read somewhere, heard something that Antonio Brown might be out uh, this week. So I think that game's going to be a little bit closer. So again, you want a team that's going to be engaged. So he could be somebody that you could possibly see, you know, put up some decent numbers. And I also like Brett Hundley at home against Tampa Bay. Um, he had a good game last week. Green Bay's in a, in a weird situation. They have Tampa Bay and Cleveland this week and next week, and then Rodgers is going to be back. I honestly think, you know, deep down in my my gut, that if Green Bay wins these next two games, gets Rodgers back, they make the playoffs. So I think Hundley is going to going to be a good play against Tampa Bay, which is one of the worst defenses in the league, and they they just stink. So um, I like all of Green Bay players this week, and Hundley is a good play. I think DFS or you know in your lineup if you don't have anybody else. Um, I was just looking up Antonio Brown here, but I don't see anything. I will keep looking <coughs> as we keep going. Remind me, sometime in the offseason, we have to have a discussion about fantasy points and garbage time, and, and if you think that should be changed um, in time. All right, we, we, we move on now to defenses and special teams. Anybody on your radar? Well, defenses, you know, if you're looking to throw some people out there this week, um, again, if you got things, it's tricky. You want, again, teams that are engaged or fighting for something. It's tough. I like the Chargers this week at home against the, the Browns. Yeah, the Browns get back Josh Gordon, but, you know, they still have Deshaun Kaiser as their quarterback. So the Chargers have been on fire as a defense uh, lately, at least in, like, Yahoo. Um, you know, their points the last couple of weeks. You know, since the Denver game in October, they put up, Five, no, four double-digit scores and have had some touchdowns in there. Uh, their pass rush is really, really good. So you know, if you got the Chargers, I think you fire them up this week. They're a good play. Um, Oakland could be a sneaky play. Again, they're going against the Giants team that's not playing for anything. and they Who knows what Geno Smith's going to give them, but that offense lines a mess. You could be looking at Khalil Mack having a good game, getting a couple points there. Um, Patriots could be a sneaky play, too. Um, you know, Buffalo is a weird matchup for them as far as, you know, what their strengths are, but they always seem to have a plan in place to, to figure stuff out uh, against a team like that. If you've got Baltimore at home, they're a good play, too. And I also like this week, yeah, we, we talked about Chicago. Chicago at home, they, they're they a better defense at home than they are on the road, so they could be somebody to throw in there. And if you're looking for a cheap play on um, the fantasy site, then you could be looking at Green Bay. Again, at home against Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston, um, they just aren't that good. So Green Bay could 
have a strong performance last week. Um, you could be looking at Green Bay as a, as a dark throw in if you're looking to stack your team in other places and, uh, you know, drafting to handle. Your, your contractual... Um your contractual agreement to appear on this show mandates that I ask you the following question. How much golf have you watched this week? Zero. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that too, but I always try. I try, I try, I try. Danny, as always, thanks for coming on Teeing It Up. Uh, no problem, man. And thanks for listening to the fantasy portion of the Sunday Sprint.